Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. This is Alan Weiss, although this might be the more comfortable truth. I want to get this message out to as many people as I can. So I'm blogging about it. I'm recording it here. There'll be videos. There'll be other things. But frankly, I believe that next year, perhaps as soon as late first quarter, we'll see a business renaissance, a rebirth of business investment and consumer spending. Even now, as I record this at the end of November, there's a projection of increased holiday spending by consumers over last year by up to 10%. That's pretty impressive in a pandemic-frightened year. Now, I feel this way about the business rebirth because of the following points. The vaccines that have proved to be over 90% efficacious will be in the process of being administered perhaps in December, but certainly in January. And just the knowledge that others are receiving it will be a huge psychological boost to the population. The current surge of the flu that we're now in, as I record this, will be over. The Biden presidency will have begun. He takes office in January. And polarization will lessen. It won't disappear, but it will lessen. And I believe that more legislation will be introduced and aid passed, aid bills, will be approved, and that will help people who need the help. The market, which is surpassing historic records as I record this this morning, will continue to boom. There'll be some setbacks, there'll be some reversals, but it will continue to boom because there's nowhere else for it to go, really, at this point. As restrictions ease, Small businesses will invest and grow, and I remind you that small businesses are the largest generators of net new jobs in the United States and in Canada and in much of the world. Large companies tend to replace people with automation and with attrition. Small businesses hire when they grow. Unemployment, I believe, will return to under 5% as it was before the pandemic. And under 5% is chronic unemployment. You will never get to a true zero. These are people who don't want to be employed. Right now, unemployment is only about a percent or two above where it was in 2015 anyway. I believe there has been a cleansing of unsound and weak businesses. Now, that's unfortunate. A lot of good people have lost their businesses, lost their investments, but they weren't sound and strong to begin with. A lot of them were made with too much risk, without sufficient cash reserves, without looking at the market. Most small businesses fail when they start. Most startups fail when they begin. And I believe that cleansing will leave stronger and stronger businesses in place. Individuals and businesses are going to increase their financial investments in financial institutions and securities in the market having realized that cash is king for survival during crises. And the reason a lot of people had to go into their retirement plans, had to go into more debt, the reason small businesses had to go into debt, take government loans or go out of business, was that they did not have sufficient investment, sufficient cash reserves to see them through. The reason the market is booming is that the companies that make up the market, these larger organizations, have plenty of cash. The news and the focus of attention are going to turn solely from politics toward true social justice resolution, infrastructure improvement, 
educational reform, and I tell you parenthetically that my thinking is that education's response to this pandemic has been abhorrent, both from educational institutions, educational administrators, administrators, teachers' unions, you name it, it's been abhorrent. We'll look at immigration reform, intelligent immigration reform, so that we continue to be a country that grows because immigrants help us to grow, quality health care provided for all, and so forth. And I think increasingly the media will pay attention, will lobby for it, and politicians will finally turn to it. The huge generational transfer of wealth unprecedented in history, the result of the Reagan era, uh, Reagan era legislation for 401k and IRA and SEP IRA and so forth, continues to see maxim, uh, minimum withdrawals required from people over a certain age. And these are trillions and trillions of dollars that are being transferred to the next generation or given to charity or left to other institutions. Markets globally are going to improve, as will trade globally improve. And in an interconnected global economy, this is very important. Now, I could go on and on about this, but what I think is that we should all be eagerly preparing to take advantage of the vast opportunities that are awaiting us. We've come through an annealing process, and an annealing process makes metals stronger than ever, and we should be stronger than ever. And I think we should be demanding of our elected representatives that they attend to issues at hand and stop merely trying to undercut each other. I think we should demand of ourselves that we be accountable and that we meet our commitments, not just to ourselves and our families, but to our communities and for the greater good. And I believe, as, a, as an eternal optimist, that there are great times ahead that we can take advantage of if we make them so. I don't know about you, but given the choice, I'd rather be Paul Revere than Chicken Little. And that is the uncomfortable truth. Thank you.